Hi and welcome back to the Shining Light podcast. Today we're shining light on repentance. The Bible passage for this episode is Acts 17:30, and that says, "In the past, God overlooked such ignorance, but now He commands all people everywhere to repent." And if we just carry on into verse 31, it says, For he has set a day when he will judge the world with justice by the man, that's Jesus, he has appointed. He has given proof of this to everyone by raising him from the dead. So what is repentance? I don't know if you've heard this word before. I feel like a lot of people, especially if they grew up in church, for example, have heard the word repentance. But essentially what repentance is, is turning away from your old sinful ways. To do that, you have to understand that you've sinned because no one is good. It says that in the room in the book of Romans, that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So it, it comes with understanding that you've sinned, understanding that things, for example, like fornication, which is sex outside of marriage, or adultery, which is also sex out of marriage, but like when you're married, or stealing or lying, or um idolatry so like putting things before God or not even accepting Jesus initially and it comes with the understanding that all of those things are sins and that you need to turn away from those old sinful ways it's changing your mind about God it's changing your attitude changing your heart so in the in act 236 it expresses how repentance is changing your mind about God it's accepting that you've sinned and then asking God for forgiveness. It's saying sorry to God. Repentance is essentially like saying sorry to God. It's doing a 180 and saying no to sin and saying yes to God. And it shows that in Acts 20, 21. It's saying that you want to be a new creation in Christ, as it says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17. It says that those who are in Christ are a new creation and all things, so those old sins, all things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. And it's saying that you want a new heart from God. In the book of Psalm, Psalm 51 verse 10, it says, create in me a clean heart. So repentance is like saying to God, God, I want a clean heart from you. And like God will take away your old heart, like your heart of stone and give you a heart, your heart of stone that was dead in sin and give you a new heart and give you a new life in Christ as it expresses in Ezekiel eleven nineteen. 19. So repentance is so important. The kingdom of God is at hand. Like rapture could really happen at any moment. I don't know. There may I might do an episode on rapture soon because I feel that I, I've, I've spoken about it a lot in the different episodes, but I haven't gone into it in depth, but as the Lord leads. So it's important because God's kingdom is at hand. And it says that in Matthew 4, 17, Jesus said, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. And Jesus emphasised that turning away from sin and repenting is key to inheriting God's kingdom. It's so necessary like to repent. It's so necessary to repent. And repentance is what motivates people to want to be saved. And being saved means that you have a relationship with Christ. It means that he knows you. So rather than saying, depart from me, I never knew you, as it expresses in Matthew, as it says in Matthew 7, 21 to 23, because you have a relationship with Christ, because you've repented and become saved and become new in Christ and have accepted him as your Lord and saviour, he won't say those words to you because he knit by his grace, because he knows you. 
So that means he can allow you into his house, essentially. He can allow you into heaven. Imagine if you go up to, like, a person's mansion and say, hi, I'm a nice person. Can you let me in to your house? Of course, they're going to say no, because they have no idea who you are. Likewise, if you don't accept Christ, yes, God knows you. Like, God knows everyone because we're all his creations. But if you don't have that, if you don't accept Christ and you don't say that, if you don't, like, confess him and have that relationship with him, It's essentially saying that you don't know God and you're kind of saying also God doesn't know you. So how is he meant to let someone that he doesn't know into his house, which is heaven, like into his kingdom? So 2 Corinthians 7, 10 shows how repentance leads to salvation. By repenting of your sins, by saying no to sin and saying yes to God, you are saying yes to God and God is the giver of salvation. So you're saying yes to salvation. So you're saying yes to being saved and being saved. And as it shows in Ephesians 2 verses 8 to 9, being saved by the grace of God through faith is what allows people to enter heaven, is what gives people a new life, is what gives people joy in the Lord, is what gives people peace in the Lord and eventually is what gives people eternal life. Another reason why repentance is so important is because it's an act of humility. God loves humility. So in 1 Peter 5.5, it says that God gives grace to the humble. God likes humility so much. He doesn't like arrogant people. In the book of Proverbs, I'm not sure of the chapter, but in the book of Proverbs, Proverbs, it gives six things that the Lord hates and the seventh is like an abomination unto him. And one of those things is a proud look. God doesn't like arrogance. He doesn't like pride. It's not about being proud of what you've done. It's pride in the sense that you think that you've done it all on your own and you're being arrogant about it. And you, you that, act, that act of arrogance, God doesn't like that. He likes humility. And there's so much humility in literally going to God and saying, God, I am sorry. I want to follow you. I don't want to follow my sinful ways. It has so much humility in saying, I acknowledge that I have sinned. I acknowledge that I was in the wrong and now I'm coming to you, God. That is such a humbling act and it's such a hum- such an act of humility and God loves humility, which is just another reason why it's so important. And also it's commanded that we repent in Acts 17.30. It's a commandment. So that just shows again why it's so important. Again, in Acts 11, in Acts 11.18, it, se- it shows that um, repentance is an act that is a gift. It's a gift from God. And it leads to life. So Acts eleven eighteen it says, this is the New International Version, but it says, when they heard this, they had no further objections and praised God saying, so even, so then even to Gentiles, God has granted repentance that leads to life. So God has given us this gift of repentance. We just have to act in it. So likewise, how the gift of salvation is something that we have been given. We just need to accept it. With repentance, we have been given this gift, this ability to repent, this ability to say no to sin and say yes to God. And we just need to accept it. We just need to work in it. And it like it's something that results in change. Repentance is so important because it results or it should result in change, in a change of lifestyle. People should notice that you've changed. People should. Well, I don't know if people will. Like, I don't know. It depends who your circle is. But repent, you should at least notice in yourself that you have changed. You, If you've repented from your tr- from your heart of hearts, you've truly repented and said to God, God, I'm saying no to sin and I'm saying yes to you, then you should know in your, your, God will know 
because God looks at the heart, as it says in First Samuel. You sh- but you should also notice that you have changed, because in Matthew 3, 8, we should, we're told to produce the fruits of repentance. So if before you were known as a liar and you've repented, then after your repentance, you should be known as a truth teller, a person that used to lie, yes, but now no longer lies because you repent- repented of those old ways. And also, you can't repent if you're dead. We like no one knows when they're going to die. No one knows when God's going to say time up. You can't repent if you're dead. So repentance is just that much more important. So the question is, when do we repent? If you haven't accepted Jesus already, you repent. In Acts three nineteen, it shows how repentance blocks blots away so removes your sins a couple of episodes ago I spoke about how imagine you can imagine like a slate um a sin slate that's dirty and marred and just all got all this sin on it but when you repent it's like taking the blood of Jesus and just wiping that slate clean and it's just wiping it even though it was as red as crimson as it says in Isaiah it becomes as white as snow so it's just wiping that sin slate clean repentance blots away your sin and makes you new in Christ so that's if you haven't accepted Jesus already and if you are already a Christian because this podcast is for people who are Christians who aren't Christians and want to know more about Christ this podcast is for everyone when anytime we as a Christian anytime you sin anytime you find yourself sinning anytime the Holy Spirit convicts you like hey that was a sin that you have to repent. That's when you you should confess those sins, as it says in First John one nine, confess those sins and ask for forgiveness, because the Lord is faithful and just and righteous, and He will forgive you. It shows this in First John one nine, because this act of confession cleanses us of our sins and makes us in right standing with God. And we all sin. Like, don't say, there's a difference between living in sin and sinning. Living in sin is like you can either be a Christian living, a supposed Christian or alleged Christian living in sin or a non-believer living in sin. Let's take, for example, a non-believer living in sin. Non-believer living in sin might be a person that is committing, let's say, fornication, for example. They, because they're not in Christ, they may not know that what they're doing is a sin. Likewise, but a person who, and that's living in sin, but a person who was allegedly a Christian yet committing the sin of fornication, they should know that that's a sin, but they are also living in sin. So that's what living in sin is. It's like just being in your sin and being like fine with the fact that you're committing sins. But there's sinning, like different from living in sin, it's like saying, for example, you just told a lie, but you didn't like you once you but once you had t- said the lie, once it came out of your mouth, you automatically feel like bad and you automatically feel like convicted in your spirit by the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit is who convicts us. So it's like l- telling a lie, for example, and then automatically feeling so bad about it and automatically feeling like, oh, my gosh, I just sinned against God. Because when you have this relationship with God and when you've started seeking God and when you started knowing what God likes and what God doesn't like, when you do anything contrary to that, you automatically feel bad and you automatically feel like, oh my gosh, I've just sinned. So that's, we, and the Bible says in 1 John 1 10, if we say that we don't sin, we make God a liar. Whether you're living in sin, whether you, you've just done like an accident, I will say like in quotations, like an accidental sin, sin is still sin and we should still ask for forgiveness and we should still confess our sins and repent of them. 
because that is that is what we are told to do that's what we're called to do and he the good news is he promises to he promises to forgive us particularly if we forgive others so in first john 1 9 again it says that god is faithful to forgive us so if we confess and if we um acknowledge that we've sinned then god is faithful to forgive us and he will forgive us and also it means that we shouldn't like as a christian if you have sinned and you've said and if you have sinned and you've noticed that you've sinned don't like this is something i learned recently like i in your spirit you will feel bad that you have sinned because you've gone against god but take the fact that he promises to forgive us particularly if we forgive others as it says in matthew 18 14 and also in the lord's prayer it says um forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us particularly like as a christian if you notice you sin and then like you feel bad in your spirit don't like allow it to cross into the point where you just feel like there's no going back like even people who are are, like living in sin don't let it cross the boundary don't like feel that it should condemn you because in romans 8 1 it shows that we aren't condemned in those who are in christ are no longer condemned yes we still ask for forgiveness because that's what we're commanded to do but we shouldn't feel like that we've committed a sin and that's the end of the line like you should recognize that god is faithful and god is just and since you're in christ he'll forgive you but you still have to show that you're actually sorry for your sin and that's why you confess and that's why you repent and that confession that doesn't mean you have to go to a priest it means that you go to god and you say god i'm sorry of my sins it doesn't mean like you go to a priest or a reverend or a pastor or something and say oh forgive me for i have sinned like no you don't have to do that in hebrews 4 15 it says but we have not a high priest which cannot be touched the feeling of our infirmities but was in all things tempted in like yet without sin so the first part is what i'm focusing on that like we don't have this um god that's like distant from us god recognizes that we've that we sin because we are in a sinful world and no one is perfect but it's going like repentance and confession it's part of that thing of going being able to go to god and say yes i've sinned god forgive me and then going with confidence that you are you've been forgiven because you've been made new in christ so you're not condemned um so the after like knowing learning all this the question is now how do we repent so first of all if you haven't like if you're not a christian already the real the first step is to decide to follow god you have to decide to do this truly from your heart you can't like do it on the surface it has to be like a deep decision to follow god like a true decision from your heart to follow god and it's like like even if a small part of you now like listening to this feels that you should repent just go with it and repent of your sins because I'm I'm like when I say this I'm not trying to condemn anyone and I'm not trying to like hit a nerve negative in a negative way but I am trying to emphasize how important repentance is and confession is because this is just what I've been like what God has like told me (laughs) to say so even if a small part of you now listening to this is telling you to repent just do it like there's you literally have nothing to lose but you have so much to gain by doing it so just do it and with that how you repent like the big there's no like massive ceremony that you have to do 
all you have to do is just say like the prayer of salvation and actually genuinely mean it and genuinely recognize that this is what you want to do that you want to say no to sin and you want to say yes to god and yes to all the benefits that god bring god brings so the prayer of salvation is dear god i know i'm a sinner and i ask ask for your forgiveness i believe jesus christ is your son i believe that he died for my sin and that you raised him to life i want to trust him as my savior and follow him as lord from this day forward guide my life and help me to do your will write my name in the book of life i in jesus name so if you want like to listen to this again and say that privately like in a space that's comfortable for you feel free to do that and that's the prayer of salvation and by saying that um, by praying that like wholeheartedly as a person that wasn't a christian before but now wants to become a christian then it's like it's saying it's that's repentance also and it's saying no to sin and saying yes to god and saying that you want to be made new in god and finally when you repent you live life new and changed for christ you physic so i gave the example of like a person that used to lie and then repented and now doesn't lie anymore you can't say you've repented if there's no change in your life you can't say you've repented or you can't say that oh yes i'm a christian now but yes like let's say for example oh i'm a christian now on monday but on on sunday i wasn't a christian on you have to there has to be a change if there's no change in your life and you say yes i'm now a christian and there's no change from your life before you were a christian you have to question it were you genuine in your um repentance in the first place so there has to be a change in your life there has to be you have to feel different you have to notice something different in you because when we repent and when we accept jesus then there's a new heart we get a new heart and we become a new creation and a new creation can't be the old creation a new creation will be comfortable in their sins in the sins and the actions of their old creation so in i think it's in the book of matthew jesus gave the like parable of the old wineskins and the new wineskins and i saw an interpretation of this and it's like saying you can't put your old your new character like the new person that you've been made in Christ can't fit into the old person that you were so if you imagine like a staircase like a really small staircase and you imagine being your new creation your new being in Christ being too wide for that narrow staircase so that narrow staircase represents like our old creation on who we used to be without God but our new the ourselves like the bigger being represents the one who's been made new in Christ through their repentance and through their acceptance of Jesus so that new being that bigger being can no longer fit in that staircase so likewise when you've repented there has to be like a physical cha- there has to be a change like there has to be a change in your character there has to be a change in your mind you have to view God in a different way you have to view yourself in a different way you have to carry yourself in a different way and you have to like avoid those things that used to make you sin so as I like said if it means like unfollowing certain people on Instagram do it if it means letting go of certain books do it if it means removing um, music that's not like positively impacting your life do it if if it means that you stop watching certain shows then do it all these other and other things like all these things that were sins in your life or that weren't like beneficial to your life and won't be beneficial in your life in Christ 
then just remove them and even if you're already a Christian you still also as I've said like you still also have to repent because and like confess of your confess your sins when you sin and it means that also you don't go back to that old sin so again with the like um example of a liar or a person that used to be a liar if like as a Christian you know that if you're around certain people then you're more likely to lie it's best to avoid those people I'm not saying that you should hate those people because we're called to love everyone as Jesus taught taught us like that's that's a commandment to love your neighbor as yourself I'm not saying to um, hate them or anything but I am saying ask God to lead you to better friends ask God to lead you to a better circle of people and a circle of people that won't make you sin because I know personally, when I use when I was in a certain like friendship group, um, I was more likely like to sin. So whether that be like lying or just gossiping and things like that, I think I've spoken about this before. Like I was more likely to sin, but like after I praying a bit, I wasn't praying as much. I didn't pray about it as much as I should have. Looking back, but thank God that's God's grace, isn't it? Like when I like um became friends with different people, I noticed that I was. I wasn't lying, I wasn't like gossiping and things like that. So so that's just an example of how you when you repent, you have to leave things that led you to sin. So those um those like uh, those things that those actions or those people or those shows or whatever it is that made you sin in the first place. When you repent, you have to let go of it and you have to say no to those things because you've said you've said yes to Jesus. So there it is. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Today we were shining light on repentance, its importance, what it is and how we can do it. I know this was a bit of a shorter episode than usual, but I wanted to just get straight to the point and no dilly-dallying. So I hope that this has really, I pray that this has encouraged you and led you to open your heart to Christ. I pray that the Lord shines his light upon you. I pray that he opens your mind to accept him to accept who he is and I pray that he transforms your life as you've repented if you've repented as a result of this thank God all glory to God I pray it's not by my it's not because of me it's because of God so thank God for that and I pray that he makes you a new creation increases your zeal for him and I pray that he shines his light upon you and gives you the grace to shine your light on others Thank you so much for listening and remember to keep shining your lights.